0: Okay. Here I got so I'm jumping the octaves like this. Right, so okay. So I've less of the band and more of myself at least. Yeah, think about DK. Can, I, can I yeah, yeah, play that. Play that
1: again. Let's get a You guys ready? Oh,
0: <laughs> there we go. Take 2. <laughs> all
1: right, <laughs>
0: we're off to a flyer
1: <laughs> from the sink. Hello and welcome to Hit Repeat. I'm Conbad. That's Damien. That's Jade. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi guys. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, good so touch. we're gonna it's we're gonna, gonna first thank our sponsors, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. said, is uh, water from the sink.
2: Yeah, no, we couldn't have done this at all without our sponsors, water and. Thank used you water. so
1: much. The municipality of Twane <laughs> here yeah, yeah. in South Africa. Mm so just so you the audience understand what's going on we are talking about music there you go that's it that's that's pretty much it so um today's episode is called less is more and the power of a pause mm. or knowing when to shut up and other traits of mature musicians yeah. oh man uh before we go uh, i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> see you damien <laughs> before we go damien just introduce yourself tell us a bit uh, about who you are and how you ended up in music
0: i am damien and i am just i'm just lurking with intent. <laughs>
1: uh, I am just here for the free raw meat in a
0: bowl <laughs> and sink water and to talk about music. But no, just love love music and love guys who, who love music and
1: uh, and you're also a phenomenal guitarist. No, He's really yeah, I
0: think that's that's the, all of us. I think we all musicians to some degree, some more than others. But like just enjoy a good chat about music and, and kind of want to see where it goes. So I think tonight's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, man. Okay, Jed and you.
2: Well, I'm uh, I'm the American. I'm going to apologize in advance mm. for all of our listeners in the Southern Hemisphere. I've got a horrible accent, but those of you in the Northern Hemisphere, forgive these guys in here. It's, I, I I apologize on their behalf. That's fun. My voice is nasal, so <laughs> yeah, so, so that's American. Uh, I'm also a music dude and. Uh, <laughs> <Enjoy>. <laughs> he's a music dude. You <laughs> had me at music. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to it's hard to talk about where you've been in music and not sound like a total douchebag. So I'm just gonna mm. leave that pregnant pause and mm. we should actually. You, you, we'll we should learn about
1: it as we go. I yeah, I mean, we should actually have gone that I introduce you and you introduce Damien and because wow. then you know you can actually say stuff. But but he can he's, always retake. Damien, will you introduce Jed? Who is Jed?
0: Andrew Jed. He's the American dude. Um, <laughs> the American dude in the trio. No, but uh, he's a, a, an excellent musician and producer, and uh, amazing father of two and husband of one. Um, but yeah, just a guy who, who, who we've got to know over the years. And then he left, and then he came back like the prodigal, That's and um, and he's back. And just over a, I think it was a burger or and a couple of weird beers. We have had a conversation and thus an evening like this was born where we get to talk about music and music. what we love about it. Um, and Andrew just brings a perspective that we, as um, South Africans, maybe...
1: Talking to the mic there. Can but oh, sorry. Well, there we go.
0: <laughs> as, we, as South Africans, maybe just an angle that we are, is just like really new and fresh for us. And that I think that our, our friendship is based on just a love for music. It's cool because um,
2: most of the ideas that I bring that are new and fresh to you are actually about five years old in the States, mm, mm, mm. so I'm glad oh, I could bring oh, that no, that's sense cool. of wisdom your way. Fantastic. Well, Thank welcome,
1: Jed. Welcome to Hit Repeat. And now, uh, Jed, will you introduce David? <laughs> no, well, I suppose I can't really introduce myself. You no, can in- I can introduce okay, you. Okay, introduce me. Yeah, we uh, both is, introduce you.
2: This is a young whippersnapper. Mm. Goes by Conbad. See,
1: I, I, it makes me think of Sinbad, but... The comedian or the the seafarer? Because there is a big. difference. Oh,
2: that's a true story. True story. Uh, the comedian, because you look a lot like Sinbad. Uh, this is combat He's a he's a uh, an, he's he's the real deal. This kid, he's super passionate about music. He's the future of music. So it's really awesome for mm. old curmudgeons like me to get to hang out with him mm. and be inspired by him, by yeah. sort of this next generation yeah. of yeah. artists who just are. They're they're just kind of go ape over music, and that's really really cool. So mm. this is this is combat, amazing on everything he does.
1: Mm. Well, thanks. Well, okay, so I'll introduce Damien, mm. phenomenal guitarist, good friend. I've known him for many years. Uh, he's got a great sense of humor. He is mind around music is absolutely fantastic. He always comes mm. up with incredible ideas. Wow. And I think indirectly he's also influenced the start of this podcast because we found ourselves having conversations about music that mm-hmm. we realized. Most people don't actually even think about these things. So we figured, let's yeah. let's put it out there, see what happens. So, yeah. Damien, no. I enjoy your mind. Yeah. Thank you. With that said, guys, we said this episode is called Less, and Mo- Less is More and the Power of a Pause. Why does the simplicity in music or a minimalist approach, why does it matter? Like, why even talk about this? Hmm. Jeez,
0: start with the easy
1: questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, what I often... I find, um, when, when I think of the minimalist thing, um, I like it because I'm limited by technical ability, so I have to go for that. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, that's my that's my get-out-of-jail card. Um, but, I mean, I've always been attracted to kind of really well-placed parts and things that you can, that just in a mix that... Um, you when you can hear me can I can play that um or maybe not play it but you can hear it and I, and I love that about um like even
1: minimalist is quite a scary word yeah yeah, yeah. but it sounds uh, a little pretentious to be honest yeah. but I mean yeah, it's yeah, that no, thing. Tr- well, well I
2: mean we can be honest we are pretty pretentious we're very pretentious I mean, look at us with headphones in the studio headphones <laughs> 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 no that's true um, uh, the thing that I think about I mean because we were kind of listening to a lot mm-hmm. about this whole concept of minimalist and, and I actually think simplicity in music isn't necessarily about minimalism. It's yeah. about creating space. Yeah. It's about creating that That's moment cool. for a particular instrument to pop through be that a voice, be yeah. that a guitar riff, be that um, a seven minute drum solo. Here we go. Yeah. You,
1: so, uh, okay. Now, I've heard you mention the seven minute drum solo. Just who is this dude again?
2: Uh, I'm going to put a pause here, like they do in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, mm-hmm. to see if the listener knows. It is from the band. That's right, Iron Butterfly. Good job. Oh, fantastic. Good job. Listeners in Agata DeVita, side B of their ever-so-famous album. Uh, For some reason, I think it's because the members of the band decided to leave the studio and go do some lines of Coke. The drummer just kind of kept playing, and you get this... It's the trippiest thing for about seven minutes.
1: What year was this?
2: Actually, I should have been able to pull that off the top of my head, but it was definitely in the psychedelic rock era. All right, but, you know, we'll we'll have that answer. I'm gonna I'm, um, we'll pop it on uh, the screen. I, yeah, I'm gonna go back and research, and we'll just kind of like ADR that into okay, the 1972. Um, yeah, no. So you had this. All right. So that's one sort of hilarious example. I think that 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 approach really is. Uh, it, it's not about not playing cool or complicated parts. It's about choosing when. To have those no. in the song mm. to create space obviously it's intuitive right that you know you have a song come in and then you've got a singer do a thing uh, maybe there's an instrumental hook at the beginning and then the band kind of steps back for the singer that's intuitive to a, to a good song I think artists when we write songs we, mm. we think in terms of that or when we compose write hooks for a song but you know are you playing the hook through the entire song because that gets ridiculous yeah. you know are you playing something that's totally covering what the singer is doing? Or are you a drummer that's doing some Mm -hmm. crazy Neil Peart fill when you're not Neil Peart, you know, because you think that that's what the song needs when in reality, it doesn't need that. It needs something that the listener can pay attention to. So to me, Mm -hmm. you know, you run the spectrum of simplicity from like sparse and open um, and letting that be the vibe to being complicated, but being complicated in the right spaces. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you guys?
1: No doubt. Well, I mean, so so you mentioned now of doing a, a Neil Pert film, uh full. But fill. Fill, not a film. <laughs> a or a full. A full, okay. So a so Neil Peart Phil. Thank you. Like, is that necessary when there's no space? Because, I mean, so I don't know if anyone else, if anyone listening knows where the term fill comes from, but I can only imagine it's like, hey, there's nothing going on here. Fill it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's a. I don't know. That's
2: exactly what drummers want to hear. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: And then do something tasty, you know, and then and and what then? And and you mentioned it earlier, like giving space to breathe or like well, breathing space and space to because uh, essentially music's like a dance as well. Mm. You know, it's it's like different parts yeah. moving together. Yeah. Um and then so that's actually where we've the p-
2: seen
0: how Damien dances and We we have seen that. That explains dance. a lot it's of the stuff we haven't heard. seen. No, but actually thinking back to it, <coughs> Um, like a conversation in, in your kitchen in your old house like when we talked about less is more and talking to musicians like don't go overboard with parts and stuff and then like I think you challenged me you said like but what does less is more mean for like a guy who's only been playing for a bit it's quite a thing that like trying to try and explain that when you're talking about the the big fill when do you know that to leave that fill out and when like, and that's kind of the kind of the question that when is it too much and when is it too little it's quite a tough line to for for someone with without a lot of experience to trade actually
2: it is and and if i can speak to those people who might be listening who don't consider themselves as having a lot of experience uh and under the misconception that we do um a, a friend of mine once told me uh a amazing player in la he plays on tons of big records yada yada but he said you know look you'd be surprised man if there is an easy way to play a guitar line 99% of the pro guitarists out yeah. there are going to figure that out. Yeah. So if yeah. you're in the studio and you've got to play some funky line way up high on the guitar, mm. they're going to capo it. They're not ne- they're going to do it whatever the easiest way possible. Musicians do things especially in pop music simpler than you think. So if you're a new mm-hmm. guitar player out there, if you're a new piano player, if you're a new uh, singer, and you're overwhelmed by the idea of what song you're wanting to learn to play. Try to put your brain in a place that says, "You know what? maybe this is easier than I think it is." Mm. Um, because chances are that person playing it on the other side that recorded it, yeah, they, they might be really good, but mm. you know, a line, especially in a pop song, mm. is not going to be overly complicated, yeah, by technical yeah. standards, yeah. you know, and even we were trying to put together a list of, of you know songs that Exemplify mm-hmm. sort of simplicity. Yeah. And I think what it really boils down to is what makes a song popular in today's kind of musical universe is that the listener has something they can gravitate towards. No. Yeah. So they're not given too much information, not too much yeah. tweedledy deedly dees. Yeah.
1: It's um, like easy to latch onto almost because it's, you know, it it's, or speaks to the vocabulary of a general music consumer as opposed to some highly academic mm. person who knows how to play in 15A time or whatever it is.
2: Exactly. You know, and that's cool. That works for some bands for sure. I mean, you know, like Rush is a... We mentioned Neil Peart earlier. Mm-hmm. Rush is a massive band. Mm. but And they were anything but simple. But mm. if you listen to some of their stuff, you realize there's points when the bands are doing some crazy stuff and then mm. the band pulls back, you know, so yeah. Getty can sing and... they're three-piece. Yeah. And they, have, they're, they are like the epitome of power, power trio, trio. The <laughs> amount of sound yeah. that they're able to produce. But... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that the, the fact of the matter is, is that the modern listener it just gets bored easily, mm. you no. know, that's, that's really the reality. So any great song, any mm. pop song, any song that's, I don't know, a great song is really, mm. you know, yeah. we can all disagree on what's a great song. But, mm. you know, it, it doesn't give away everything all at once. Yeah. No. But it also doesn't like, you know, it teases you with a certain line. You know, yeah. So you keep it simple, a few notes for your hook, mm. you know, and then that comes in once or twice throughout the song. There's there's vocal hooks, there's drum hooks, there's bass hooks, there's there's all these different hooks in a song. Each one has to have their, their yeah. place.
1: So yeah. so you you're mentioning if you, if you put like a few notes together to have it be once or twice. Um, and I think many times if it's a hook, like especially I think well for me pop songs from the last few years, it's it's got a very repetitive element to it it's also then the let's call it the quality of that hook almost becomes devalued mm. if it re- gets repeated that often yeah um, yeah so it, that's also like a fine balance i suppose between you know having the thing that gets stuck in your head and maybe you know a cool trick is to have the guitar do the line and then have the piano do the the if it's a melody hook or whatever and then the vocal sort of disguise the fact that it's being repeated mm-hmm. um but but the concept of yeah i suppose like devaluing the thing is like if you play it too much the the power becomes less i always think of um is it a clocks by cold play i think it's in the second verse like the when the um in the verse i mean the piano comes back in there's this like just two random notes that the guitar plays i don't know if, if you like know what i'm like the the moment but It's such a, like, especially among Coldplay fans, it's like, it's a moment in the song. And it's almost like, now, okay, it's such a cool moment, let's do it again somewhere else, but then it immediately Mm. loses the power. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, I suppose, the danger in repetition and, and why pop songs are simple, but I think they're really difficult to craft.
0: No, exactly. So, I mean, so even even like like thinking of back right back to um, what a song is built on. Like, I just keep just doing a little bit of re- like what YouTube watching and stuff. And one guy was talking about like um, a song like another one bites the dust, and it's just as simple as. So
2: we we'll have to pay
0: to license the singing of that. Okay. Yeah. So Even bad singing. <laughs> 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 Jeepers. a naysayer. Um, no, but just just think of that. It's like just the simplest. Um, like there's moments where hey, this is where the drums is gonna, are going to have to be really simple, which is actually most of the time. But just that, the it's and it's not a, it's not in terms of a bass line. It's not it's not the simplest thing. It's not driving eighths or something. But it's just such a hook. I just think. There's moments where maybe some the drums would be like really busy and the bass is gonna have to sit back, but and that's what I love about music. It, there's no there's no rule to it, and uh, I just actually remember a conversation with a, another friend, and he was talking about young musicians coming up, kind of, and he was doing a few sessions and stuff, and he just said, he said, sure there's a lot of guys coming up with a lot of chops, but thank God I've got experience on my side." Mm. And and there's, there's, I often think that like when young musicians learn the instrument, they get technical, mm. but then you almost have to kind of reinvent what you've learned and say how does this fit into real music and that's where your ears it's like this library of music that's in your head that you're kind of sifting and on the fly you have to kind of say how would this work in a production if if you're playing in a live setting or or whatever but um there's something about experience and i think experience playing wise but listening wise you you're always learning
2: well a good example of that in my brain just popped into my mind um the story of of uh, Tom Petty's Free Fallen no. and how he even came up. That, I mean, the backstory <laughs> of that song is, is wonderful. Cool. There's, there's all kinds of awesome stories about these songs. Anyway, so he was sitting down on a piano. You know the hook goes, dun, 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 dun. No. He sat down on a piano and he started playing, dun, 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 ba da 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 And his producer sat down and he's like, no, 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 just the first bit. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And, and he said, and that's it, only that. Mm. And then Tom was like, uh, yeah. Okay. And then they said, let's get in the studio, let's record it now. Yeah. And just throw out some lyrics. And of course, Tom Petty's Tom Petty. Tom Petty. <laughs> and liter- pretty much the entirety of that song is lyrics he made up on the spot. No. In the room, just kind of almost making fun of the concept. Yeah. Um, and That's then behold, cool. be- it becomes one of the, you know, the classic. I mean, yeah.
1: how often does that happen? That You know, like you hear stories of this song just exploded and it's literally something they put together.
2: More often than you realize. Are. Yeah.
1: Because I, um, I know that, uh, uh, was it Shape of You? I think we spoke about this a while ago, mm-hmm. Um, oh, Sha- did, Shape oh, of yeah. You, I think yeah. was, was written in like 10 minutes, yeah. basically. And, and You know what the most streamed song on Spotify is? It is probably a and song, eh? It's Shape of You. Oh, fantastic. <laughs>
2: so so and if you listen to it, this is, oh, <clears throat> quick note, Uh, we're stoked to develop a playlist on Mm -hmm. Spotify for uh, for this this podcast. We're going to reference a lot of songs, uh, and we're going to put every song up on this playlist that we're referencing so that you, the three listeners out there, no, Mm. that you, the listeners out there, can yeah. can go on and hear what we're actually talking about. Yeah. Bury your head in some headphones. Yeah. Because uh, one really amazing way to hear what we're talking about, as far as where a hook is played and is it played by multiple instruments, this line is it played on piano and then guitar and then the voice, is when you put on headphones you can hear how producers in the studio will will put stuff on the left channel and the right channel. We call mm-hmm. it panning. Uh, and it—that's another avenue that opens mm-hmm. up space yeah. for uh, parts to fit in a song. But yeah, shape of you is somewhere in the two billion streams wow. on Spotify. And if it, if that was written in ten minutes, I'll take your word on yeah, that one, yeah. Ed. Ed, can you? Uh, can you just hit me up with a WhatsApp and <laughs> let me know if this, if, if our story is true? No, but there's a whole documentary on it. No.
1: So okay, but, just, but so, so yeah. hold that point. because I wanna latch that on with, with having like you said, a library in your head. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's unfortunately all we have time for today. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll continue in the next part and then just continue this conversation. Um, but quickly to end it off, out of everything we've mentioned, what are you gonna research? So out of the topics we've discussed, bands, songs, anything that you don't know or mm. nothing like that? 10 so, okay. He's gonna write a song in 10 <laughs> minutes. Okay. He's <laughs> going to go write a song in 10 minutes. Do
2: it. We'll have, we'll, he'll play the song there in the top go. of the next yeah. right. podcast.
1: Cool. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna go look at the 7 minutes uh, drum solo from Iron Butterfly. You should. Butterfly. Mm-hmm. You should. Um, and,
2: and I'm going to look up the whole – I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I know it all. So go, I'm not going to do so anything.
1: I'll suggest go listen to Clocks and see if you can find those – uh, by Coldplay, okay. there's two two notes that I mentioned. Conrad will tell you what um, to <laughs> <saying>. Yeah, I'll <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Leave actually, it to the, to the younger generation. generation. Yeah, sure. Fine. Um, but then just a few announcements. We're going to start doing a thing where we have a bowl called the Take Your Pick Bowl. And we have a few, So well, I suppose we can use that bowl. The
2: <laughs> Biltong Bowl.
1: Um, but you can give us some announcements of, it's basically a pull it out and there's a question on there that we need to mm. answer based on, I suppose, a personal experience. Or whatever. So if you have any suggestions, pop it in there. Uh, check us out on YouTube, check us out on Instagram and uh, Twitter and TikTok. Handle is at hit repeat Official. What is that? What? TikTok. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and further, can I just say for the record, since I am of a certain age... I hate social media. So anything Same. you see posted will be from... I like anti-social yeah. media. From, <laughs> from <laughs> this dude, yeah. yeah. I, I hear they have a good one coming out of <laughs> Nome, Alaska.
1: <laughs> anti-social media. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Tune in for the next episode. This was Hit Repeat with Combat Damien and Jed.